Hello and welcome to the Falcon Paladin Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your kind welcome. I figured out my uh, focusing issues for the camera. Yeah, I see that. Like, I can, I can see you. I know. The secret is don't allow your webcam to autofocus itself. Uh... Apparently, it's not very good at it sometimes. So, fair enough. Lesson learned. All right. Glad mm -hmm. to hear it. Glad to see it. Mm hmm. All right, so in the world of current events. Mm -hmm. All right, so I figured out, I think we talked about this before, but there's these Assault in Progress markers on the Cyberpunk 2077 world map. Yeah. There are so many of them, I thought they respawned. Because I would do one, and then I'd be like, huh, there are still like a million up here. Uh -huh. I guess they just come back after you clear them. Nope. You can actually clear those, and they stay away. Oh, I thought you meant the, like the red, like the blue and white flashing ones. Yeah, those ones where the cops are fighting somebody, those do respawn, I think. Yeah. Because there's nothing to complete there, necessarily. Also, right. those I avoid because... <laughs> I don't know if I've told this story on the pod before, but like one of the first times I tried it, they were fighting some Maelstrom dudes. Mm -hmm. So I very stealthily snuck up and assassinated the Maelstrom dudes. Like, mm -hmm. didn't shoot a shot. Mm -hmm. Just killed them. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as they were dead, the cops were like, Hey, and started shooting at me. And I was like, wait, I, what? Like, it would have made sense if I'd accidentally hit them or like I was shooting and hit a bystander. But this was like the safest possible way to murder criminals uh -huh, uh -huh. and not get any collateral damage. No, nah, they, they don't like that. You gotta, gotta go up yeah. and be like, hey, we're on the same team, right? Then kill them. <laughs> Do you? Well, Do you I have mean, to talk to the cops first? No, you don't have to. But you yeah, like, there's something that triggers them to being like friendly or an antagonistic with you. I don't know what. Yeah, it no, is. obviously. I I just think they're busted. I don't think any of this makes any sense. So anyway, I've been avoiding those. But the little assault in progress ones, they come with you know a little shard you can read telling you about the situation. It's basically a downgraded side job. Mm -hmm. where there's nothing special at all to do. You just show up, you kill anywhere from three to eight people. And then there are two shards you can read that kind of give you both sides of a story. And then you move on. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I cleared all those, which means I have nothing left to do in Cyberpunk with my first character. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I everything. Like, all that's left is to buy the stupid vehicles I don't care about and I can't afford anyway. Because mm -hmm. I didn't do a money glitch like you did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh yeah i did all the other side jobs i finished the entire mission i did everything i even did the the thing where you go into the clothing store and the cyber cycle comes in and starts killing people uh-huh i finally figured out where that store was and could trigger it what's dumb is i figured you just go in and then it triggers it but you have to go in do stuff go away come back do stuff and then it triggers the cyber psycho attack like you have to go in there twice i guess I yeah know. yeah care about clothing stores why would i ever do this naturally but enough people have apparently so yeah turns out other people want to look at what they can wear yeah yeah i got my arm at a five and a half thousand now <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> what levels your character 46 46 okay getting there getting there yeah it's interesting so yeah. you i mean 
can you just assault wave after wave of cops? Yeah, until I stop coming. Yeah, you saw me do that. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And they do do that. They uh -huh. just give up eventually. A bit. So, even though we were standing we outside the front of the cop shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that means you're on the police station now if you kill every cop that comes out to kill you. Uh, sure. And then they stop coming. I believe that is how the laws work. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. It's my building. I mean, yeah, it's your building now, I guess. So they function as deterrent, right? They don't want you to rant like mass murdering civilians. Mm -hmm. No. And so they're like, stop, that's bad. And even if you're strong enough to kill them all, it's still a pain in the butt. It still takes time and becomes annoying. Mm -hmm. So I think even if they don't function as a we're killing you thing, they or you have to run away thing, they mm -hmm. still function as an annoyance thing. Yeah, it's still annoying. Yeah. 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 So anyway... So I finished the main story with my first character, and then I rolled a female V. Okay. And I did a thing where I left Jackie. Where did I leave him? Oh, uh, talking to Misty. So I left him talking to Misty before the big job. They seemed to have a, be having a good time, and I was like, I can't ruin this. I can't take him away and go on a job where he dies. Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Heavens no. So I just started doing all the jobs in Watson without having any of the levels or any of the XP that you get from the Arasaka stuff. Uh-huh. And it was actually, it was challenging. It was kind of nice. Like, I couldn't just one-shot stuff, and I had to actually run away and use health, and mm -hmm. it was fun. Okay. So I did that, and then I was like, oh, there is stuff to do on my first character. So I abandoned her and went back and finished up What's-His-Face. But now that I'm done with him, I went to check my save files. I'm missing every save file in my Cyberpunk save section. Mm-hmm. Anything after January 3rd and before January 12th, today. Hmm. Anything in that, you know, nine-day stretch is gone. Weird. None of my dude V save files are there. None of my femme V save files are there. Like, she's gone. And everything I did on dude V from level 44 to 50 is gone. Huh. I don't understand what happened. I mean, that sucks, and something went wrong somewhere, but, I mean, you finished the game. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're going to get anything from replaying them, or that you lost anything that you need to continue. So, I mean, the annoyance is that I wanted to go back to my second character and do more stuff in Watson. But sure. now I have to roll a whole brand new one and do all that stuff, and then do the prologue stuff, and then do the initial Jackie stuff, and then go back and do it again. I don't know, it's annoying. What's mm -hmm. also extra annoying here is if you search anything to do with your save file in Cyberpunk, they're like, oh, yeah, there was a bug where save files old, bigger than eight megabytes were corrupted. They fixed it on December 28th. And I'm like, two thumbs up. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. That is not what happened here mm -hmm. because all my problems happened well after this problem was fixed. Mm -hmm. So either I'm the only person in the world that has this problem. Mm-hmm. Or other people are having this problem and it's getting buried by the fact there was another save file issue that was fixed and is dominated the news and is taking over Google, right? Uh, certainly possible. I don't know. I, I could not tell you. What I'm wondering is for a little bit there, I was just launching Cyberpunk from the desktop. Uh-huh. And all that does is launch the good old games launcher and uh -huh. then let you launch from there. So the normal... If you bought it on Steam, the normal thing is you go to Steam, you click launch on Cyberpunk, it pulls up the good old games launcher, and you launch it from there because everyone has their own launcher these days. Uh-huh. 
and then it starts the game. But mm -hmm. I was just double clicking a cyberpunk icon on my desktop that was created on the install, which as I don't know if it's bypassing Steam and maybe it's because it's not technically running through Steam. The save files aren't mm. happening. I don't know. I don't think that makes any sense. I don't. But the yeah. only thing I can think of. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it uh, Steam does cloud saves. So if you were to put yeah. your um PC into like disconnect from the internet and then play it for a bit, then save the game, and then ask it to restore from its most recent cloud save. If those saves still aren't there, then they just it wasn't going to Steam as well. Hmm. Okay. That's good to know. But I don't know. If it wasn't going to Steam, yeah. they definitely won't be there. Right. And if you haven't been launching through Steam, it might not be cloud saving at all. Right. Except... So it has the ones I did earlier today, and I'm pretty sure I was just doing the same thing. I was just doing the icon launch instead of going through Steam. Those ones do have save files. Mm, okay. So that would be evidence to the contrary. I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I wasn't paying attention to exactly how I was launching the game every time I launched it is all I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway. Mm. Uh, annoying and weird. That's all. Yep. So yeah. So I mean, things. yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's the th that's the thing with Cyberpunk is once you're done with it, you're done with it. There's no reason to hang out mm -hmm. in Night City. There's no reason to hang out in Night City. It's true. Once all your side jobs are done, so hmm. Uh yeah. Then I was talking a bit in the in the Discord about this, and just I was wondering if maybe Cyberpunk not only bit off more than they could chew, but maybe tried to do more than was reasonable for any game studio to pull off. Like, mm. all the different features they were going for, on the size and the scope they were going for, with the visuals they were going for. Mm, was it no. too much for anyone to handle, or were they just terrible? Um, did they bit off more than they could chew? Probably. Did they bit off yeah. more than is physically possible? No. <laughs> right? Okay. Like, outside of... Um, some key details about the way the systems work. This isn't specifically any more different than, say, Mass Effect game, <laughs> right? They want to oh, have what? No, what? Huh? Yeah, apart like, from uh, like, I don't think it's ultimately too much more different in scope and size than a Mass Effect game. Like on, you mean Andromeda? Because that's the only open world Mass Effect there is. The first three were very much on rails. Uh, they're on rails ish, like, but they're hubs. They're hubs, right? Like, you can go to different worlds and different planets, and the order in which you assess them is up to you. That's no, that's different, that's no different than each of the zones, really. It's like, oh, I drove to Watson, and I did some quests there. It's like, I went to this planet instead and did some zones there. Yeah, I mean, without loading screens, too, which is super impressive. Like, yeah, well, I mean, Mass Effect was made, like, 50 years ago, right? Like, I'm not... Yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm, there are a lot of things that Cyberpunk has done well. You can drive from one side of the city to the other to the outermost wastelands with no loading screens, which is nuts. I think that's really cool, but, yeah. I, I mean, but they're not going for that. They're, like we talked about this, they weren't trying to make a Far Cry game. They weren't trying to make something where, like Mass Effect, right. you do everything there is to do, and you're done and you walk away. They were going for a, like a Grand Theft Auto 5 experience where there's stuff to do 
and well, side experiences and relationships and you can change faction what, reputation what, and things like that you know no 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 once you're done with GTA 5, you walk away from it, you play online. There isn't infinite things to do there. It's, you have a main but, story, you have a couple of people, like side people you can interact with, and then you're done. You do all the side quests, and then you're done, right? In a Mass Effect game, you have different options. You have a, a, a rather binary good or evil morality system that lets you interact with different people differently, but the way you interact with these people and your choices affects different outcomes. That's what they wanted in this, where you could do different things in the story, save Brick or whatever his name was from the Maelstrom guys, and you'll have a different outcome later. That's what they yeah. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's more like a Mass yeah. Effect game than I think of GTA. It's GTA in appearance, because it's you have a single map city and some outlands that you can r drive around in whole lot of nothing out there except for a couple quests but that's that's essentially what it is hmm. right like there, I, but i mean i don't know where other, you got the idea that there's infinite things to do in gta well there's okay i mean there's at least side activities you can go bowling in gta right sure okay but so that's you, you can but, do anything like that in cyberpunk there is right. nothing like that Right, but the idea that you can and that you would are two different things. Like, who, who's playing yeah. GTA as a bowling simulator? Right, that's fair. <laughs> right, like, even if you could go bowling in Cyberpunk, which you should be able to, the only, I, I think, uh, extracurricular activity you can do in Cyberpunk is visit one of two Joy Toys at a time. Right? Like, right. <laughs> that's Accurate. literally... I did, forget, you, I did forget about the Joy Toys. Yeah. And you can do that in GTA as well, except there's a lot more of them. Uh. Yeah. Okay, what about... What was I going to say? Um, I mean, at the very least, doing stuff and running from the cops is something that you can kind of do in GTA is try to get away with stuff and escape or sure. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you, you can go and hold up a convenience store, get some money, and then run away. But it's like doing that in this single player isn't worth it like <laughs> there's no point in doing it doing it in the multiplayer it's like well you we might as well just do a heist or a race because you walk away with money from doing a race than the 600 bucks this cashier is going to be holding right like it's sure yeah. they've got it but it's not worth doing it well and aren't there i've i did do some reading about some people who do uh, almost treat it like an endurance thing in the single player gta 5 where they get their wanted rating up as high as it can and see how long they can survive sure and things like that, like, that's a community thing, though. That's a, I don't know. It's like the people who made... Not a single-player thing? Well, it, no, it is a single-player thing, but the idea of seeing how long can I survive is, it's community-focused in the sense that you really only compare, care in comparison to other people. Um, hmm. Like speedrunning. Speedrunning, <laughs> speedrunners care because you can rank the speeds at which you complete the game. It, but it's community driven. It's speedrunning isn't really something that's built into a lot of games. There are a couple, but uh, it's not usually a primary focus. Okay. Like here's the thing: the fact that you can't do anything like that, like get a wanted level up and then see how long you can survive in Cyberpunk, is a disservice to the game, right? Like it should be better than that. <laughs> the fact yeah. that they just disappear after a while, but mm, it is what it is. Okay. How about faction, faction reputation, right? 
Um, it sure seems like the cyberpunk devs wanted at some point to create factions where you can do good, nice things for Maelstrom and they're your buddies. Or, mm -hmm. you know, if you kill too many, uh, you know, too many of another group, mm -hmm. they hate you and they'll kill you on site. Chill. Mm -hmm. sure. I don't know. It should just, be I feel like there would there would be there would be stuff to do, and maybe it wouldn't be as fun as the main game, mm -hmm. right? And it wouldn't be as fun as anything, <laughs> uh, but it would be it would be a reason to go back and to stick around. Is all I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's a single player game. When you've finished with your experience, you've finished with your experience, and you can put it down, and that's fine. I don't think the game needs to stick around or have you know, a thousand feathers to collect in Assassin's Creed 2, plus towers to climb, plus flags to collect, and then all these other random things. It's like the difference between having infinite things to do, because they're all going to be very tediously similar. You might as well just start a new game and do it all over again. <laughs> it, mm -hmm. the, your character is going to be the same either way. Your character is not changing at all between doing these two things. Um... But there are games, other games that have done stuff like this better, right? Like uh, Deus Ex, if your character kills a lot of people, that has an effect on the outcome of the story. Um, it, right. Like there's no such, no need for a pacifist run. It doesn't come up ever in Cyberpunk. Correct. They let you do it. They give you non-lethal ways to take people down, both <laughs> through melee and for ranged combat. But yeah. you're right. There's no reason to do it. Other than Regina gets mad at you if you actually kill the cyber psychos. Yeah, but that doesn't matter either because once you're done with the quest, nothing happens. So is Herbie, that true? If you kill every single cyber psycho, does she still give you cash and stuff? I don't know, but like cash isn't a unique reward. Like her. No, 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 it's but, not. But her attitude at the end can't be too much different to how it is, which is thanks. It's Pretty see, much. See you later. Right, which is exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was I was so hoping there'd be like a, thanks for all the work you did. We we did a ton of research on cyberpsycho brains and we found something. We found a potential treatment. Thanks so much. And I've been like, yes, I'm helping society. But nope, <laughs> none of that at all. And I was sad. No, you helped society by making them go unconscious, and then they couldn't kill any more people that wandered into this abandoned parking lot or whatever. I <laughs> helped the. I helped the symptom, but I wanted to contribute to <laughs> fixing the cause. That's all. Just a little bit. Like, that's the thing. It wouldn't even be hard. It wouldn't be hard for her to have extra voice lines saying exactly that. You don't have to show me anything. She can lie. I don't care. Just have her say, that was awesome. We've been doing research with all the brains that we've, you know, the live brains we can experiment on, and we found a cure, and we're going to try some things. Appreciate it. Be bye. What would be like, that? Yeah. What would be better if there's a door somewhere that now suddenly reads unlocked and you can go in there and it turns out she wasn't being like, hey, thanks for saving them. She was taking them back to a private lab and having her and private people dissect them to figure it out. <laughs> but that'd, just be, that'd be easy too. Right, but it doesn't do that. <laughs> no, no. And that's all the quests, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine. Everything, nothing, some mm -hmm. things change. But it's just you go back and you look at all the stuff that happens after you meet Jackie and before you do the Arasaka heist and through the Arasaka heist. Mm -hmm. Like basically the start of the game through your dead in the landfill is 
awesome and great and feels fleshed out and feels like you have choices and your choices mean something. Mm. And it has, you know, all the features like, oh, hey, you can do shootouts in cars. And but then, man, right. Not exactly after you leave the landfill, but soon after, it's just like it turns into just a Far Cry game. I've got individual jobs for you here. We're not going to really talk to each other. There's nothing that has much to do with anything outside of the main story. And, you know, the individual, the Judy quests, the Pan Am quests, the river stuff, mm -hmm. those seem to have some effect on the world. But outside of, you know, those four main characters, just not much changes, you know? Mm -hmm. I would think this is why I think it's more like a Mass Effect game, because it's like... At least in Mass Effect, if you pissed off um, somebody, it had an effect somewhere. Like, you could be friends with the Krogan, or you can uh, and like unleash the gen uh, the virophage, genophage, whatever it is that stops them from having kids, right? Like, it has yeah. an effect from game one through to game three, right? All the way through, there are people on both sides of the issue trying to accomplish things, and what you do can have an effect in some manner. Um Right, and, and even if it's just a matter of like, hey, you're building points with favor with one faction, and another action will lower the favor. Like even Final Fantasy VII has a system for deciding favor between people. There are four people you can take on a date in that game: Barrett, Yuffie, Tifa, and Aerith. And depending on Isn't the choices, Yuffie like twelve. She's like fifteen. It's Japan. What do you want? Go ahead. Yeah. Also, it's not a like a massive date. You go to a theater park and ride yeah. a Ferris wheel. It's like right, right. Um, but it, all the choices that you make throughout the game have an impact with these people in some manner tailored to them. If you buy the flower off Aerith at the start, that gives you some bonus to Aerith. If you give it to Marlene at the start, that gives you a bonus with Barrett. And depending on where your bonuses lie. You can only take whoever it is that you've been working towards on a date. You don't get to pick and choose later because this is what you you think Cloud would want to do. It's your actions that have chosen it. Right. So you're making choices. You're creating differences in relationships that affect later things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, this is pre-2000 people. This is prehistoric stuff they were doing. Yeah. So... Yeah. The idea that could it be done if CD Projekt Red just gave it a bit, gave a bit of a shit or if they moved the game back two, three years again, right? Yeah, could be done, but they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I just, here's what I think. I do think maybe it was too much to go for like cutting edge next gen ray tracing mm -hmm. and cutting eggs, edge next generation <laughs> facial animation. <laughs> For speech, I've just I've been seeing some videos about this where they've been doing all this incredible visual stuff, which is great. But trying to do that and be all the gameplay stuff they are going for, I just it seems like a lot is all. Mm -hmm. Probably is, yeah. Doing all of those things. I think their issue is if they wanted to be cutting egg, as like you just said, um, correct. Twice they want to be cutting egg. Yeah, yeah, cutting, I know. Cut, cutting egg. Uh, mm -hmm. then they have to make a release date because the longer they wait, the less cutting edge it is. Right. That was the Duke Nukem Forever problem is they were always <laughs> trying to be cutting edge and then right. kept running up to new edges and trying to hit those and then trouble. Yeah. So yeah. also, I don't know. It would have made, I think, more sense if they just said, this is cyberpunk. It is effectively a Mass Effect game mm -hmm. that is incredibly beautiful 
And then in future installments, we're going to try to do some really amazing stuff with AI and with world building and RPG elements and all this other stuff. We'll get the pretty stuff down first and then we'll work on the rest. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been smarter for him. Mm-hmm, probably. Yeah. How about, okay, so you finished the Judy storyline. Uh huh. What, ha- what happened with Clouds with your Judy story? Um, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger people. I don't remember the name of the faction. Tiger yeah, Tiger Claws. Yeah, they uh-huh. came back, took it back, killed one of the dolls that we had turned into temporary cyber psychos, and the other one just barely made it out, and that's it. Okay, did you... Because co- I think what this hinges on is when you meet with the leaders of the gang, right? Mm. In that penthouse. Mm-hmm. If you kill them or not. Okay. What did you do? Oh, I murdered all of them. Me too. Yeah. Judy was like, you're there to kill them. Kill them. And the other lady who's a snot was like, we need their help in order for this to work out. And I was like, screw it. We can handle ourselves. I was, we couldn't handle ourselves. I was annoyed that um, when they're like, hey, we have this thing that will turn these um, dolls into cyber psychos. Here, V, try and fight one. I'm like, okay. And then it's like, oh, it's scripted. Because I'm like, yeah. I, I had yeah. 3,000 armor at that point. There's no way this person hurts me. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. They're like, no, this. we need to dis- establish that this, you know, this software is incredible. And it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That never comes back either. There are so many things they introduce in the actual stories they wrote that just don't exist anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like somebody reminded me, I guess I think it was Reddit, but they were like, "Hey, remember when Victor's like, hey, these Kyoshi optics are cool. They'll scramble your face on any camera in the city, mm-hmm. so they can't do facial recognition." Does that <laughs> ever come <laughs> up again? No. There's no. Even, there's even a side quest where you have to go in and like plant some data or something, but the like the main condition is don't get seen by the cameras. <laughs> and I'm like, right. what does that but matter? <laughs> I have Kyoshi optics. They don't know who I am. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't come up at all. It's just, it's another. Yeah, there's just a list of things they introduce or gameplay they showed in previous trailers that just do not exist, man. It's true. I do wonder. I don't know. I don't know if this is fair, but I do wonder if there were a bunch of features they couldn't get to work for consoles at all. Mm hmm. And rather than having a discrepancy between the console and the PC build, they just whacked all of them. Even if they had stuff working on PC, they just didn't want it to be so different between like the Xbox and the PlayStation uh, and the PC version. I, I can see that wanting to deliver a unified experience. Like, yeah, imagine it like because it's one of those dick things that I hate, which is uh, some consoles do have exclusives. Like literally, here's a quest you can only get on the Xbox versus here's a quest you can only get by pre-ordering on the PlayStation. So right. th- them not wanting to do that, I can understand. And it, I mean, it probably makes sense. Um, but to yeah. that, I would say it's still a far degraded experience on consoles, regardless yes. of whatever they cut, <laughs> right? That, that's the problem is... They should have cut the they, executable. If, um, if they cut anything in order to make the PlayStation 4 experience better, they failed miserably. <laughs> and I want to know how bad it would have been if, in fact, they kept that stuff in, because holy crap. Mm-hmm. I probably yeah. wouldn't have launched. <laughs> <laughs> just instant blue screen when you try to pull it up. Yeah. Either yeah, that maybe. or PlayStation 4s got so hot you could fry eggs on them. Like, Oof, That's entirely possible. Yeah. 
I mean, my PlayStation 4 got, you know, the fans were running pretty loud when I was just playing Last of Us Part 2. Mm-hmm. Which, again, pretty demanding visually and graphically, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hardware in the PS4, the more I research about it, it's not great. Oh, it's definitely not great anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so Aki says Sony and Microsoft would mm. be mad if they released a PC version that was better than the console version. Right. Yep. That's entirely fair. So I don't know, because it's very, very clear. They had a bunch of features working on some level in the game that they completely removed. Mm-hmm. I, just, I keep going back to underwater breathing. There are like potions for underwater breathing. There's gear for <laughs> underwater breathing. It's like but there's perks there's for underwater cyber, breathing. There's cyberware. Yes, and perks for underwater breathing. Yeah. Not, there is nothing underwater breathing. There are two missions where you do stuff underwater. One of them, you're four feet offshore. You don't need any extra breathing. Mm-hmm. And the other one, you're wearing scuba gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> what did you have? <laughs> what did you have? <laughs> what was wrong with it? Uh, it just It just feels like management thought they had a ton of cool features working. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks before launch, they were like, so how are these things going? And QA was like, no, it doesn't actually work super well. They were like, what? And then just hacked it all out and said, screw it. We are Mass Effect now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mass Effect meets GTA. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's fair. What's also funny is if you go back far enough in the um, Cyberpunk subreddit, a lot of posts are like, stop calling it a G- Grand Theft Auto clone. It's going to be so much better. <laughs> right. People that want to defend the game before it's out. Yeah. 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 Because that's what they were promised. All the marketing material indicated it was going to be deeper and more impressive in every way than GTA. But now mm-hmm. it's like we can't even meet GTA standards. No. GTA NPCs respond better to threats of violence yeah. than these ones do. Yeah. Yeah. No. AI is completely gutted. Whatever they had working for smart AI that they were bragging about in their marketing and previous videos is gone. All of it is gone. True facts. Every piece of it. Interacting with NPCs, trying to talk to them, gone. Driving AI, gone. There's no auto driving at all. The cop AI, gone. (laughs) Amazing. It's true. I don't know. We might get it back. That's the other... I mean, the other problem is... We might get it back in... We'll get it back in Cyberpunk 2078. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would be incredible. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You think they could do that? You think they could be like, hey, this cool feature we promised you for 2077. We'll have it in our next game in five years. Because mm, like you try, to show off, you try to show off Cyberpunk 2078. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, we've already seen this. <laughs> like... This right, is what you promised us forever ago. To to that, I would say games like The Division and Destiny exist, and that's pretty much precisely what they did. Which was like, hey, I thought we could do all this cool stuff. Oh, it'll be in the next game. We swear. <laughs> um, thing in the division that 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 was. I can't remember the division's been a while, but I think the yeah. if I remember correctly, that like the world just felt very flat and boring with no depth to it. Um, like two wasn't significantly different. We no, played through two. We did play through two, but I feel like there was something different about it that they like. There was some gripe people had. I don't remember, okay. but it was still like the sequel came out fast enough that it could have been DLC. Right. That's a good point. It was very fast. Yeah. Yeah. So if CDPR 
publishes Cyberpunk 2078 in like a year and a half, we'll be like, ah, aha, we know what <laughs> happened here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. All right. Well, that's all the Cyberpunk ranting I have for today. Okay. Okay. You? Uh, anything else? About Cyberpunk? No, not really. All right. Cool. I still haven't finished the main story. I'll get to it. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> How much blue? How much? Uh, have you done all the side quests? No, new ones keep popping up. So I, 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 I've done more of Pan Am's quests, and I'm still annoyed because every time I go to like, it's like, hey, meet us here. All right, sit around, talk, and now jump in this car for a bit, <laughs> right? Yes, um, true. And that's annoying me. So just tell me what I got to do, and then let me do it. <sighs> there are sometimes options to uh, like, I'll meet you there. Y- yes, but I mean, at that point, I might as well get in the car and then press skip anyway, right? Because at least then it will fast travel me there. True, uh, true. Actually, saw a funny thing where if you tell Pan Am you'll meet her somewhere and then like pass her on the road, she'll yell at you. We might as well have just driven together. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's pretty funny. That's a good thing they did. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Have you, uh, okay, so you've done the Judy stuff, you're doing the Pan Am stuff, but you're annoyed by it. River stuff? Nope, still haven't met Still haven't met River. Okay, nope. fair enough. No. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Um, Attack on Titan? I have not seen the two newest episodes yet. Yes. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. I ju- no, that's fine. I just... They're largely boring, I felt like. The previous episode and the most recent episode were largely boring. Okay. And then Sunday's episode, like, was like, wait, what? And then it's over. So <laughs> <laughs> the last five minutes are just like, holy crap. And then it's over. And you're like, oh, next week, honestly. Is this what you're doing right now? That's what they're doing. Um, okay. Well, I mean, it's on my list. I will watch it. I just got to remember. Okay. Um, yep. I have been distracted since it's new season. So there are new up, new new shows coming out. Right, um, right, right. Whew, what do I recommend out of what I've watched? So far, the two that stand out, well, three. One is called Cells at Work Code Black. So if you've seen Cells at Work, uh, this is like a season two. And it's kind okay. of it's kind of a medical drama, but it's also very much an educational show, it feels, where all the characters are cells in the body just trying to do their job, <laughs> right? So the characters oh. that walk around in red suits and red hats are red blood cells, and they're literally delivering, like, boxes that are labeled O2 <laughs> to other parts of the body. Yeah, and, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's very fun. And uh, white blood cells are dressed all white, and they've got, like, katanas and stuff, and they, their job is to, like, literally go in and hack bacteria that breaks into the body um yeah clark says osmosis jones it's kind of like a much better version of that um even though i've never seen osmosis jones but everyone keeps bringing it up so uh the other two recommendations is wonder egg priority (laughs) names yeah i know right watch episode one don't read about it um okay no that's fine yeah Wonder Egg Priority. It's on Funimation. Perfect. All right. Cool. 
Um, and then the other show that I, I watched this purely, even though it looks very much like a teen rom-com, is it has a main character who's in high school and has piercings. I'm like, what do the Japanese think about high school as having multiple piercings? And so yeah. I just wanted like a perspective on that. And it's called Horimiya, which is a combination of the two main characters' names. And it turns out it's a very sweet and, <laughs> and fun show. Uh, oh. the, ma- the main characters both have like these different personalities than what they present at school, right? Yeah, okay. Like, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, and then they just kind of like secretly find each other's personalities and then they don't realize it, but they're basically dating and like she's like texting him, oh, can you pick up eggs on the way home from school? Because he's coming over to and like, oh, can you pick up my little brother from preschool? And then one of the other side characters is like, yo, I want to date her. Is that okay? And he's like, huh, I guess it's not a problem with me. <laughs> Even though he, he, she gets pissed back. Like, it's very, it's very sweet. But, like, I, I'm enjoying it. Like, uh, the guy's got nine piercings and tattoos. So in PE class, he has to wear, like, the winter uniform all year round. Because he's just super worried about people finding his tattoos. None of the tattoos are... Okay. So long sleeves and long pants and yeah. that covered them. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Oh, I had a boss like that once. He had sleeve tattoos, but like they were short enough that if you wore a long sleeve shirt, you couldn't even tell. Fair enough. Anyway, that's yeah. the thing people do. What's yep. funny is in the Horimiya like, page mm-hmm. on Funimation, it shows nine students, but none of them... Yeah, you can't see any piercings or tattoos yeah, at all. So, so, so the it main... looks like the most boring anime of all time. Oh, yeah, it looks like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the main two are the dude on the left in the middle and the, the chick yeah. in the middle. Um, okay. Yeah, so the dude's wearing his hair down because his ears are all pierced. He even has a lip piercing, but you can't tell it there because he takes it out for school. Yeah, okay. Um, he, he has like a chain from his ear to his lip. He actually looks like a really cool dude. Um, yeah, I, I recommend if you want something fun very slice of life yeah no i'll check them out that sounds that's fair i have easy access ask or easy access to mm-hmm. them here mm-hmm. words is hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good 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 hmm. yeah all right uh what else expanse is really good mm-hmm. i expect so yeah although one thing i do want to say so it's very strange there's um one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. Sure. That kind of character uh, launches asteroids at Earth. Okay. So effectively, they're big enough that when they hit, they are measured in megatons, right? Like nukes. Mm, right. So this happens, and there is almost zero on the ground perspective to this. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. We don't get people on the ground suffering from this. Oh, it's they hit. All... Huh? Do, do the asteroids hit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. three of them hit, then they figure out what's going on. They're able to stop the other three or something. But still, hmm. like, okay. it's sure. it's bad news bears. It kills, like, millions and millions and millions of people. Right. But it's all very high-level focus. It's like government individuals responding mm-hmm. to the crisis and trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And one of the main characters is in an underground prison, which is close enough to one of the hits that it like raises the top level of the prison and everyone's trapped in the underground section. They're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess that's as close as we get. Okay. I mean, I take issue with the idea that they couldn't detect three meteors hitting them until they hit, and then suddenly still have enough time to not only detect the other three, but to stop them. I take, yeah, I take, so I, it's, I take issue it's, with that. It's magic. They're using Martian stealth tech on okay. the asteroids, so they're not detectable by scanners that normally look for this stuff, because we're far enough in the future that Earth has all these defense systems, right? Right. Um, so they're, so once they figure out that it's Martian stealth tech, they can detect it enough to just blow them out of the sky with their orbital defenses. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, blow them out of the sky or like in space? <laughs> out of space. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so basically, blow them up into small enough pieces that they all just disintegrate in the atmosphere as they're coming down. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Technically, the mass is all still there, so it releases the same amount of energy. It's just in small enough portions. It's dissipated. Each. Yeah. Right. Um, physics. Physics. Okay. Um, I mean, they probably don't show you. Is the main character, well, the person who launched them, supposed to be a freedom fire, fighter or as a terrorist? Like, what is he mainly portrayed as? <sighs> oh, she. So. He, his name is Marcos. Marcos Enaros. He's got a good name and he's got, he's pretty charismatic, which is really good, I think, for characters like this. Mm -hmm. So he's in, he's a belter, right? So Mars mm -hmm. is colonized mm -hmm. and Earth is doing its thing. And we discover there's a ton of resources out in the belt that we can use. Mm -hmm. I know about especially, especially for Mars, like they can get water from the asteroid belt, uh -huh. which they don't have much water on Mars because mm -hmm. it's Mars. Mm -hmm. So oh. they. Mm -hmm. okay. So they send out workers to Mars to mine it, basically. Okay. After a couple hundred years, we have multiple generations of people out there who have been born in effectively zero-G, you know, a zero-G world. Mm -hmm. They're physiolog physiologically different mm -hmm. from the Earthers and the Martians. They develop their own dialect of English. Mm -hmm. And they're basically treated... Not as slaves. Like, they get paid for the work they do, but every time they want their independence, uh, like, the people in charge shut off their air supply or, like, <laughs> stop giving them water. So they treat them extremely poorly. Like, really bad. What's the point of paying so Mar them then? <laughs> like, if you, I know. If you're in a right? position where you can just shut off the air if they don't work, why are you paying them? Yeah. Well built. Yeah, great. Yep. So, Marcos Anaros is a belter who wants independence for the belt. So, basically, he launches the asteroids at Earth. He gains control of the protomolecule, which is an alien substance that is very dangerous. And basically announces to both Earth and Mars that, look, the belt is ours now. I've mm. stolen a bunch of Martian military vessels and smuggled a bunch out too. So I have some power here, but if you mess with us, I'm going to release the proto-molecule on your planet. Proto-molecule, okay. Yeah. That's so the cool. proto-molecule is, it's, alien, it's an alien substance that is tech. And what it does is it takes available biological matter, biological and inert matter, to try to build, um, try to build these rings that can transport you to other places. This is the expanse, Aki. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Boilermaker. This is the expanse season five in particular. So it's, it's not a intentionally harmful thing, but it will absorb 
an entire planet and its goal to do this and it, we don't know how to stop it uh so, it basically did this to venus in season two okay it's gregor that wants to make um warp gates a gate yeah yep stargates that's the word that's the other two yeah sure. so yeah. his threat is i will release this on your planet it will consume your planet and you'll be dead leave us alone mm -hmm. so so he's both right he's he's a freedom fighter for his people he's a terrorist he's killed millions of people he's threatened to do more but like you know where he's coming from you get it right but what yeah. does the show want you to like this person if they don't show you the millions of screaming women and children dying from his meteorite impacts, it's probably because they want you to like him. On some levels, sure. Right. But like, he also th he also really, really wants to murder one of our main characters that he has hostage. Uh huh. So that makes us not like him. Mm. So it's, I think, I don't know, I think they're doing a pretty good job of being like, this is a dude. He does really evil things. Mm. He's, you know, he's not a cartoon villain, though. He, he has decent motivations of what he's trying to do. Right. You can understand them, but he's not a good dude. Hmm. In that case, it could just be an entire production issue where it's like, well, we don't really yeah. have the budget for the effects and the casting and props. It's an issue. Let's just not show it. They'll all die off screen. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they have definitely, they've upped their special effects budget for things like spaceships, like space shots. Um, they're just, noticeably better for those things, but I think maybe they're just not interested in using that money on Earth destruction. So my question is, how many of these proto-molecules does he have? Just the one? It's a sample of the proto-molecule, so I don't know. It's goop. It's probably okay. like this much, like a okay. handful. Okay. But dangerous in and of itself. Because yeah. his threat is basically to Mars and Earth. Stop, you know, leave us alone or we'll destroy We have independence. Time. Yeah. Right. Couldn't he just do that to their planets and then have independence? Like, right? Like, just if you can launch yeah. three meteors, just launch the proto molecule and then be like, okay, now they'll never have to deal with this or we'll never have to deal with them. Yeah. I think part of it is uh, he wants to trade with them, right? Mm. I think he wants to trade with them as equal partners. And if they're all dead and gone, it's going to be a lot harder to develop his independent Belter Nation. <laughs> Yeah, right. Trading with corpses is harder, sure, but un <laughs> but I mean it's not it's not just the corpses. It will devour the planet. So all of Earth's resources are now gone. Does the, the ring it makes function? Yeah. Okay. So that's another aspect. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's a whole nother can of worms. But you're right. So oh, that's oh, I forgot. That's the other thing. No, I forgot about this part. He also claims... So, the gate the proto-molecule builds mm -hmm. takes you into a hub with hundreds of other gates that you can access and go through that lead to habitable worlds. Uh-huh. So, what he says is, we are independent and we claim the ring. We claim the hub. It's ours. All those planets are ours. You have your own planets. Go away. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So he, he doesn't need to trade with them then just no, destroy yeah, earth yeah, and yeah. Mars and, and colonize to your heart's content until you find the other aliens, you know, I assume there are other aliens. If there's an alien technological goo thing. Um, I don't know. Not that we've seen. 
but they've done some exploring anyway. Um, yeah, no, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's just him drawing the line at millions of humans. He doesn't want to eradicate that many more people. Mm, I don't know. I feel like he's splitting heads at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. The threat is enough, but I mean, well, mm. yeah, I don't. I can't remember. What happens if you went through the ring into the hub and then dropped the proto molecule? Would it then transform the hub into another ring? Which leads to itself, but not nowhere. Like, could you destroy the intergalactic webway that way? I don't know. The proto molecule exists to build gates. Mm -hmm. If you put it in a place where there's already a million gates, it might just be like cool and just be inert, you know? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure anybody's going to try that science. It sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> uh, sure. Somebody recommended we should make a shirt that just says for the algorithm. <laughs> uh, sure. We can do that. Yeah. Tell them to prototype a design. Okay. I'll let them know. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Expanse is really good. Attack on Titan, really good. I think getting to a point where it's really good. I think so far this season has been interesting in a lot of ways, but it's been a lot of backstory and a lot of covering information and just not as much, you know, Titan killing and exciting things that usually happen in the earlier seasons of Attack on Titan. Right, Brian. Like, I didn't, I don't know. I don't think anybody started watching Attack on Titan because it was had a really nice story and world build. <laughs> Maybe they did. But I mean, it was cause there were awesome Titans doing stuff and eating people. Yeah, like the one draw that I liked about Attack on Titan is it's humanity trying to fight off Titans, right? Like we have yeah. these these rings that we thought to be safe and we're like there's this monstrous enemy that we're trying to overcome. It's like it could have been the new zombies, right? Like we yeah. have a thousand shows about Titans eating people. But I mean, I'm definitely less interested now that I know that if all the people we thought were humanity and all the work that they've put in to save that little couple ring cities gets wiped off the face of the planet, I'm just like, yeah, there's plenty of other people. <laughs> right? Like, that's not humanity. That's <laughs> that's a resort. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, once Earth has spread, uh, Earth is not all we are anymore. That's very true. Mm -hmm. But, I'm yeah, Attack on Titan. That I, what I thought was all the people on the island... If that right. was that's what we're told. This is humanity. This is humanity mm -hmm. trying to survive. Even if they all died, it didn't matter. Because there's other right. people elsewhere. And there's not even yeah. like a couple people, there's civilizations. Massive civilizations that are doing things. Yeah. So Paradise Island is it's a lot of people, but percentage wise it's not very much. Right. And it's like oh, these other yeah. people have also better developed anti-titan weapons so you can't even shift the focus to now this humanity's got to try and survive no they're fine like these yeah. these they're in industrial revolution era attack titans are basically obsolete it's fine titans are too squishy to withstand industrial era uh -huh. war stuff yeah that's true um, yeah so i'm definitely less interested now but i mean i'm still gonna watch because it's the final season so Right. Like, there's no reason to bail now, obviously. I agree, 100%. Right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Before we have to go, I do want to talk about the um, 
the raid on the Capitol building that happened last week? Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. Why don't you tell me some more about it? Well, uh, just from the angle of the people raiding the Capitol are caught on video and photo a lot. There is a lot of photographic evidence of the people that were in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I just, in this day and age, especially if the government has your face, you're arrested. You're done. That's it. There's no hiding. Like maybe you can hide for a while, but not forever. I mean, a, like a wig and makeup can go a long way, right? But that's, you're living sure, on the lamb, right? Like you're not going back to your work yes. in the morning or Monday. Yeah, right? no, your life is over. I mean, once the government wants you in the, you know, in 2020, 2021, you're toast. Mm -hmm. You know, a hundred years ago, sure, you could be on the lamb, you could hide out, but not anymore. There's too much, too many ways to find you. I, I did love the, like it's a bit of schadenfreude, but there's a clip of someone realizing they can't get on a plane because they're on a no-fly list. <laughs> Like, yeah. What did you think? <laughs> you Can't look, and talked about this in the Discord a lot. It was, I don't want to say that everybody who invaded the Capitol had this complete mindset going on, but it was a attempt to come at the power. Mm -hmm. And if you come at the power, I don't care what the power is, and you fail, there are extremely negative consequences. Mm -hmm. That is something you really do not do unless you're serious about it and are willing to suffer negative consequences for it. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like a lot of these people didn't see it that way. We're going to push into the Capitol building where Congress is in session. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do? I don't know. It's kind of fun. I'm going to steal some things and go home. That's <laughs> not how this works. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. All these people, I just, they're all dumb. They're all dumb. Not a smart one among them, I don't think. No. I love to the people that, A, there was a guy who wore his, like, work ID badge yeah. up to his jacket. Yep. That's great. There was a woman who was, uh, like, had a camera pointed at her, asked her name, gave it, and then asks, what are you doing? And she's like, it's a revolution. And they pepper sprayed me and was crying about it. It's like, you got off easy for a revolution, lady. <laughs> like, if that's your plan, pepper spray. Really? <laughs> that's what you've upsetting you at the moment. The power... The power is extremely invested in maintaining its power. Oh, yeah. Like, that is, that is its number one goal, is retaining its status as the power. Mm -hmm. You come at it, bad things will happen. If they'd all been shot in the head as they were trying to enter the building, that's a legitimately fair thing to do. And the fact that they weren't, there's a lot of reasons for it, but mm -hmm. it's, it's insane. It might be the dumbest, lowest IQ coup attempt I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, I'm genuinely surprised that when they were trying to gain access, that more of the people, more of the revolutionaries, didn't have their own firearms. Like, it's America. Right. Represent, guys. Come on. I mean, it probably saved a lot of their lives, um, yeah. not having them, but... Yeah, I mean, they didn't need them, right? There are, there's, two, there's video of cops just, like, moving barricades aside and allowing these people in, which any police officer that did that is completely part of this revolution and also needs to suffer the consequences of these people. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what, they didn't have to shoot their way in. For the most part, they were climbing through windows or they were going indoors. Right, right, right. But, like, if they're climbing in through doors and then they get in, then what? Like, you need to hold it, right? Like, it's very ill Oh, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. They get in there and they're like, what do we do now? I don't know. 
I'm gonna steal a lectern. I'm gonna look through Nancy Pelosi's emails. Someone I'm gonna st- steal a painting off the wall. Someone stole one <laughs> of her letters. Like, <laughs> and then after a while, they're just like, "Well, there's nothing else to do. I guess we'll go home." <laughs> I was totally expecting them to be like, "We're holding the Capitol building until Trump is made president again." They didn't even do that. They didn't even try to do that. I like that they yeah. they raided the Capitol and had the same experience we did with Cyberpunk. What do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> Story complete. Yeah, somebody stole all of AOC's shoes. You know, <laughs> you know those are on eBay, right? <laughs> really got to be. Uh, I don't know. Like you steal stolen congressional property, I'm pretty sure the US government's going to track you. I mean probably anyway, but like someone's yeah. like, someone didn't steal those for themselves. Like, I don't think Unless so. they're a uh, a foot enthusiast, and that's right. the whole plan. I mean, maybe <laughs> stage a revolutionary yeah. to steal someone's shoes, <laughs> or just take tea and off, and nobody will even care. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. No, that's what I was talking about earlier. Boilermaker is that they have video and photos of these people. Some of them they've taken themselves. Some <laughs> of them other people have taken. And if they have your face, your toast, they're rounding them up already, one by one by one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just anybody who was involved in this, as dumb as they were, I really think they all deserve at least prison time. If you want to qualify this as sedition and execute them, I'm also totally okay with this. You cannot come at the power and just go home. It's not how this works. Interesting. Executing them. I, I'd be okay with it. I'm not gonna like advocate for it, but I'm not gonna fight against it either. It's just, it's how governments are stabilized. You can't, you can't encourage this in the future. You can't tell future Americans, you guys can storm the Capitol building and we'll slap you on the wrist and you can go home. Uh, I don't think that's how this works. I think, you know, 15, 20 years imprisonment is a slap on the wrist. That's no, that's not either. I agree. I think 20 years in prison is acceptable as well. I'm not going to fight against that. I, uh, I'm just not a very big uh, Execution. execution. Yeah, my right. housemate, oh my God, I got in such an argument with my housemate because he was like, they should all be executed. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, and then we got into an argument about whether or not capital punishment is a good thing or not. And he was yeah. like, his argument basically boiled down to prisons are overpopulated, which they are in America, not here. And he didn't want mm. to have to pay for prisoners. And he was like, what about like the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst? And I'm like, so you're idea to solve prison population is to put down the tiniest tiniest percent of all prisoners that doesn't make <laughs> any goddamn sense no, uh, it doesn't uh, yeah, i just i mean laws exist to discourage behavior right i just mm-hmm. think the number one behavior they're discouraging is trying to overthrow the government <laughs> sure i don't think on the list i don't think execution like the death penalty is a good discouragement ever um because it's just not, right? Okay. No, that's, that's fine. I'm not going to fight against that. I, I just don't feel that it's a good uh, thing to... Not not that it's a good... Like, theoretically, yes, right? I'm on board with the death penalty, but I need the system that decides it to be more functionally equipped before sure. in, in, installing it. Um, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Nope. That's fine. Yeah. I can't, agree. Can't run Cyberpunk 2077 on a PlayStation 3. Not putting... Uh, in <laughs> execution in a democracy until we've upgraded our hardware a little. Um, <laughs> it all comes back I to Cyberpunk. Yeah. It always does. 
Um, I guess the other thing is, I don't know that any of them really intended to get into the Capitol building. Really? Uh, no, because normally, so Black Lives Matter showed up in D.C., right? Mm -hmm. The National Guard was already there. Police were already prepared. Mm -hmm. Nobody from Black Lives Matter got within two miles of the Capitol building. That did not happen. Zero mm percent. -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they had treated these Trumpers like the Black Lives Matter group, they would mm -hmm. have never gotten within two miles of the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. But because they didn't call the National Guard out in advance, and because some of the cops saw these Trumpers as friends <laughs> instead of foes, that is how this happened. So, I don't know. Everything I've read indicates that Trump is the one, like him and his administration made the call, were not calling out the National Guard prior to this protest. Oh, really? So that's on them. Mm -hmm. Even later, I think the mayor of D.C., somebody asked them, please call out the National Guard. This is getting out of hand. Mm -hmm. And we're told no. The Fed federal government was like, no. <laughs> um, anyway, and then, yeah, any police officer who aided and abetted these guys because they saw them as their friends also need to be tried mm -hmm. as seditionists. You just, you can't, I'm sorry, you can't do that. And part of this is the Black Lives Matter crowd hates cops so much for extremely valid and legitimate reasons mm -hmm. that the cops see them as the enemy. And so for them to go from this Black Lives Matter crowd who hates them more than anyone else that's ever going to protest in D.C., mm -hmm. personally hates cops, versus the Trumpers who see the cops as their friends, mm -hmm. they, they do. They see them as part of their, their clan. Is that clan with a C or K? Yeah, both. <laughs> um, yeah, so that the cops weren't ready for that kind of a move because they were like, these guys are our friends or we want to assist with them. Mm. Anyway, it's a whole confluence of problems. And I just hope there were some concerns that the current, you know, the current law enforcement, the current justice system wouldn't pursue these people. Mm hmm. And we'd have to wait for Biden's administration for that to happen. But it sh it's really encouraging to see these people actually getting rounded up and arrested and mm -hmm. charged with stuff. So mm -hmm. anyway, that's all. What an exciting week. When, when does the new administration get in? So 20th. 20th. So you get seven to eight days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the that's the other thing is the Democrats are trying to impeach Trump again. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fair. I think Trump did enough to incite this to happen. Mm -hmm. And if it's true that he specifically did not call in the National Guard until it was too late, mm -hmm. I think it's fair to say that he incited this, that there was either a part of him or most of him that hoped that some kind of an insurrection would fix his problem of not being reelected because he's a moron mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in some way encouraged and allowed it to happen. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. here's the thing that definitely warrants removal from office, but like it's eight days out. I <laughs> right. don't. Uh, okay. So I did see some people on Twitter talking about like, well, what's the point if it's only going to shorten his time by eight days? The point yeah. is it removes his, um, his, uh, like secret service for life. His, see, I've seen, I've seen these tweets before. They're uh, not true, man. They're not. He was in, he was impeached once already. What does a second impeachment do? Doesn't this like, if what's the step after the impeachment? Because there's a, that's, that's conviction. That's removal from office, which the Senate has to confirm. Right. So if you get the second right. impeachment to go through and then that it can like, that's what they're saying. 
Like if you can okay. get the if you get the conviction to go through, then you get to strip him of all these benefits that come out of the taxpayer's pockets, essentially, for the rest okay. of his life. Like honestly, all I care about is him not being allowed to run again. Mm-hmm. Like four more years of Trump running for office in twenty twenty four is I cannot stand that. I have no interest in seeing that happen. You if we can pull Australia, that off. Right? Yeah, exactly. If we can pull that off and prevent him from running from office ever again, I fully support this. Mm. Everything else, I, I don't know that I care as much about the other things. Fair enough. Personally, but I get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, what a mess. What a mess. <sighs> Blah. Blah, indeed. Anyway, hmm. all right, I think we're good. I think we're good? Yeah, anything else you wanted to cover? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, any more of those podcast episodes released in podcast format? Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say Square Enix was doing some stuff with about Final Fantasy. So I saw your tweet. Yeah. Did you understand more about that tweet than I did? Yeah. Okay. So okay. they tweeted a like a thinking speech bubble kind of thing. Yes, they sure did. And then you were like, I'm in. I was like, what? What? Did you see what was in the speech bubble? No. It's a cloud emoji. Oh. And then thinking about cloud? Uh yes, but they also got revealed that they filed some trademarks. One for the Shinra Electric Company. Uh one for the first soldier and another one for Ever Crisis. And given that there was a prequel game called uh Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Uh, and Soldier is the private defense force of Shinra. Shinra, yeah. Uh, like they're making some Final Fantasy VII moves. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why, would they, why are they registering them in real world? What? The trademarks? Yeah. Well, they, they registered uh, the trademark for the logo. So basically it's for use in clothing mm. and games and all that kind of stuff and names, right? They're not... Okay. actually registering as an electric company right that's what i was curious about all right fair enough okay so just more final fantasy things they're happening yeah yeah of course there of course there is they're making part two of the remake uh-huh like if they had like if they were just in a state of we have no more plans to make any more final fantasy stuff great the, this would be interesting but, the but inter- as it stands so what we already know they're doing final <laughs> fantasy things the- Okay, so Ever Crisis and the First Soldier are not things that should be uh, associated with the next part of the game. Okay, but we've already established they've screwed up the entire chronology and story of the game. More or less, right? Yeah. But the things that they're more or less pointing to sound more like another spin-off game than the second part. That is why people are excited. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. Fair enough. Not necessarily, but probably. Yeah, I mean, definitely not as interesting as when they announced the Final Fantasy VII remake back in 2012 and everybody went nuts. Right, yeah. Yeah. And then it took them, how, seven years to get it out? Eight years to get it out? Eight years, yeah. It actually took them longer than um, CD Projekt Red took to get out Cyberpunk. Oh, absolutely. 100%, yes. And it's a significantly better game. The surprise. Look at that. (laughs) Take more time on your game. It's probably going to be better. Took a year. I mean, it took a year longer. 
not. no, CD Projekt Red didn't really start it until like 2015, 2016 after yeah. The Witcher was done. It's true. We went, we went over that. Um, we and, did. We talked about that. And Square Enix was probably working on it for much longer than before they announced it. So. That's a fair point. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you, if you want to, you could date the remake as uh, announcement. Well, not announcement, but like it started when they did the tech demo for the PlayStation 3 launch. Because the PlayStation oh, 3 dang. launch had the intro to Final Fantasy VII being remade in like fancy graphics. That's and it, right. And everyone was like, are you making the whole game? And they were like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sony's the best. <laughs> Isn't that what happened? That is exactly what happened, yeah. Okay, that's the best. <laughs> and then I guess what makes it better is that they eventually did do it. So good on you guys. Yes, yes. I just, that is my favorite. I think that's my favorite interaction between fans and a video game company ever is, look at this cool thing we made to show off the PlayStation 3. And the fans are like, are you going to make a whole thing? <laughs> no, never. This was really hard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. good. So good. Anyway, wondrous. Uh, sports ball mid Alabama won another college football championship. Boring stuff. NBA players can't stop getting COVID. They're not playing in a bubble this year. Maybe they should go back. That's it. That's all the sports things that are happening right now. Okay, cool. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Put a bow on it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour or watching. You can watch it live every week, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Uh, well, 11 p.m. Eastern. Wait. Mm. Nope, 9 p.m. Eastern. Time zones are hard. Twitch.tv slash Somicron. Mm -hmm. uh, be sure to check out the Patreon page for the podcast, as well as the merch store at falconpaladin.store. <laughs> and until next time, as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. And above all, please take care of yourself. Goodbye. Bye.